Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. And welcome to another Dr. Drew After Dark. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate you listening. This is true joy, this show, and uh, you all out there, you mommies, are a joy and a burden, but uh, to be honest, it's, it's fun. Uh, don't forget, Dr. Drew After Dark uh, g- emails, drdrewafterdark at gmail.com, and of course, the phone number, 818-253-1693. Leave us those voice messages, and one day soon, and I mean soon, we'll be taking phone calls. So uh, we'll give you the time and the place, and then look out on my Twitter feed at Dr. Drew, uh, just on Twitter. And we'll tell you when and where to call, and you can. We'll interact. It's going to be really like Loveline back in the old days, only better. My guest today, speaking of better, Taylor Williamson. I'm better than Adam Carolla. Better than everybody. Better, <laughs> you're the best. That's all I've ever wanted. I knew that. I knew that about you. So we've known each other. How long? I've known who you are since I was 12. Literally like 20 years, all 21 years. That you've known me. Yeah. How long have I known you? I mean, you probably (laughs) knew me How long have we had a relationship? You've probably known me since before then. That's weird. Not before then. I knew you since since my wife cultivated a relationship with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that happen? Uh, The first lady of love uh, tweeted at me. I was on America's Got Talent. Yeah. So 2013. I'm like. She was a big fan. That's like Mrs. Dr. (laughs) Drew is tweeting at me. This is so exciting. It was a big deal. And, and so you um, were on the show at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, when did I meet you? I mean, uh, I did Loveline. That was the worst guest you've ever had ever. I don't think so. Well, I mean, you've had guests like throw up on you and stuff. I'm that sure. wasn't the worst either. <laughs> We've had people that just like put their feet up on like, like recalcitrant, like put their feet up and just kick back or yeah, whatever. What's the word you used? Recalcitrant? Like, like you, can't to, say, like, you can't say that like everyone. Like, oh, yeah, 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 recalcitrant. Like, un, re, like un, un, what's the word? Like, know, know your audience, Dr. Drew. <clears throat> All right. You can be my barometer for my audience. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Un, unwilling to participate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like resisting, resisting. But I was the one, I was the kind of guest who like, I'm listening and I'm forgetting that I'm on the show. Right. So we have a lot of those too. The people like, just listen to the radio show. I'm like, I know this <laughs> show. Wow. I don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> there was a lot of that. A lot of people got that way. And then also like, I'm supposed to be funny and stuff. I still haven't figured this out in 15 years of comedy and going on things. And like, yeah. I suppose like show like yours where like, I mean. You have to, you have to know when to be funny when not to be funny yeah. this one too we had some we had some very intense stuff comes up here see i haven't seen that episode i've only you seen the ones you where... haven't seen the crazy emails we get well i've seen the ones but it's like intense but it's just like where you're laughing you well know? we can we can also laugh at some of them that's yeah. true these these guys select them so yeah you have bad people working for you that's what i always say that's that's <laughs> the custom here i'm told i've been saying that for quite some time but uh so you know i want to hear your story like where you grew up yeah, yeah. Oh, right now? Right now. Oh. No, like, come back next week. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, may I? Please. You no, know. no, you may tell me the story. You know, I had a, I forgot that I was supposed to be here today, and I, had, I set up a meeting with my agent, uh-huh. and, uh, uh, and then I had to cancel that to be here. And well, I'm I appreciate scared, that. I'm scared for my career. I picked you over my career. Who's your agent? Uh, Gersh. Oh. <laughs> you know what's I think, funny? I think they're amazing. No, you know what's funny? They were featured in an episode of Barry last night. Oh, really? With somebody did exactly this and lost the age. <laughs> Stop it. They picked going on the Dr. Drew show. No, she, um, <laughs> she didn't like the project that they were like yeah. putting her into. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. And they go, you yeah. can't, you can't, you can't, te- you know, you can't yeah. tell us what to do, man. You're not the boss of us. I hate canceling. I was, but I, I had you to listen to watch Barry. I have, I hear it's amazing. <gasps> I love, I'm sorry. Do you I watch can't... much TV? 
I watched like Shark Tank. What? Watched Game of Thrones last night? No, I don't. Dude, listen. Killing I, Eve? I'm in the real world, okay? I don't have time for your fantasies. K killing Eve? You're trying to escape. I'm trying to be inside of Killing the Eve? I don't know what that is. You need to watch that. It will freak you out for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, it's about a psychopath. I watched. And, uh, it's for, it's very well done. Very accurate. I have trouble with these these new shows you kids watch these days, where mm -hmm. like uh, you have to watch five years of it to catch. Like I like Home Improvement. You start at the first season. The episode begins. Jonathan Taylor Thomas has a goiter. What's gonna happen? Oh my God! The end of the episode. Oh, he's he's okay. Yeah, and you could just watch that one episode and know everything about the show. Yeah, start season four, episode yeah. twenty. You're, you're in, in. You're, you're out. In. You don't need. Like, you're that, right. I, I miss those days. That's the mom. I get it. Okay, he works with. Yeah. The, the, and now I get addicted to these binges. You know, yeah. we binged uh, Dead to Me. Yeah. With Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini, we're both like so great. Yeah. And we could not stop. I hear it's amazing. That's, I'm not like I hear they're all amazing. You I heard that I, one I too. I thought, I, I thought that was my find. No, everyone, no, everyone on the oh. Twitter, they're like, this show's uh, so good. Yeah, well, you know? see, but uh, Killing Eve is your assignment. Wait, is that the one with uh, or Veep? Do you watch Veep? No, I hear it's amazing. Oh, my, my friend, you, will you go through life just thinking Paris? I hear it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people here. It's amazing. I wouldn't dream of experiencing it, but I hear it's amazing. I'm to Japan. I hear it's amazing. A lot of Japanese people over there. But besides that, do yeah. they like you? Are you popular? Um, like, am I as a human or am I as famous a comedian? Yeah, you know. I did do a comedy show in Japan. I did one in Japanese, and they didn't laugh at my joke. I did one. I did one joke because I don't really speak. I speak some oh. Japanese, like wow. a little bit skoshi. Now, how did you get involved with Japan? Then I study as a child the Japanese language. Why big waste? Uh, waste chi little childhood. Uh, oh, you love this stuff. Little uh, child abuse, mm -hmm. emotional abuse. So I, I, my, I had like a Japanese. My best friend in kindergarten was a Japanese kid. Yeah. And he spoke no English. So looking back, is he really my friend? So know? did he teach you Japanese? I'm going to get to that, sir. I have questions. I like that I know you enough to like talk back <laughs> to you. That's a big deal in my life. Like, so go ahead. I'll sit back. I used to respect I'll you so much. You know? <laughs> what happened? You invite me to dinner once and now I'm like, I, I was, we've been to dinner multiple times. No, no, but I'm saying, but now, the now. Oh, I'm, that's you. Now, yeah, I, now I'm you. very comfortable yeah. talking back. Okay. All right. I, that's I, all right. I, I like that. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. I like you. So, so then um, my mom is a brilliant artist and she uh, worked out, of, she was based out of Japan for many years. So she would go oh. there several times a year and oh. I uh, uh, paintings and stuff and uh so my mom's her the chairman of this company like she would have me so after they had an after school japanese uh, learning program in my elementary school and then um so i learned and then my mom, what i know it's weird del mar you know this is that just because your mom set that up or no they had it i don't know why but so, so i but i did it because i had friends from japan so then my mom encouraged me to, i had an after school tutor but then she had me learn it to impress her boss at work oh, so like so about boss how we call it chairman of this publishing so company. your mom's so, still with us Still alive, yeah. I hope so. So when I call her a narcissist, it won't be too offensive to anybody. Oh, I've I've told her to read your book. Oh, good. That's the whole thing. But, but her, <laughs> I'm not kidding. You, I'm zero joking. I, I'm zero joking too. Yeah. For her needing you to learn it for her is that's pretty hmm, classic. Yeah. Oh, so so no, but it was so I would come to her. Uh, this is child abuse. You tell me this. Mm -hmm. So then I would go to we had dinner for her boss. It's just like yeah. it's let's oh, come over for dinner and all these people, you know. And then like uh, I had a, my she gave my tutor a list of things that I should say to be cute in the meal. So like, where's the bathroom? And they'd be like, yay. Oh, we like you, Taylor's mom. We should work with you more. Did, you know? did she have a, some kind of nickname for you? Um, no, but in, in, oh, you mean my mom? Mm -hmm. Why you, I don't like how you, I don't, you're leading me into something. No, I just. Did Does just, your mom have some nickname? I'm for just you? guessing that, that she just feels like that kind of person. Ew. What'd yeah. she call you? 
I don't like this conversation. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> it must be something you're being, very embarrassing. No, it's not. I mean, you're being very aggressive. Like you have some I'm like, weird. I'm aggressive. I don't even weird anything. I'm just like, you have this look of like you're confident. Like she called me. I never. She called me Tay. She calls okay. me Tay. I'm not a huge fan of that. But okay, Tay, I could just. I get feelings, cool. and my feelings are usually pretty accurate. And so, so do you feel like you're right? And now that you know my answer, I know your answer, and I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, like what kind? What you, was it like Tay Tay? No, no, no. Just Tay. Tay Tay is triggering for me though too. Why? Because um, in school I was uh, Taylor W, and then there's like Taylor C, that's the girl Taylor, and then like they call her Tay Tay, and she loved it. But then they call me Hey Tay Tay, like mocking me, like I'm uh, like uh, a girl, like I'm a girl, but I'm, I'm a man. Well, you weren't then. I mean, that's before my sex operation. You were a boy. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Doctor Drew. Did I was I, did I used to be a lady? No, did no, you no. talk to my? I feel like you called my mom before this, and she told you I was a lady. Just, I'm wide open to anything you have to tell us. Thank you, buddy. Um, anyways, do I, I, so my agent dropped me. Is that what's going to happen, you think? Uh, no, it just, that's what happened to Barry, Barry's <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> so, but he's a murderer or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just Not trying. murderer, assassin. Okay. <laughs> to be fair. Spoiler alert. I haven't yeah. watched it yet, but yeah, so I was like, I have a, but what's cool is like, I had a good excuse. I'm like, I said, I'm doing Dr. Drew's show. I wasn't like, yeah. doing my friend. I'll Art. call him. I'll call him. I'll give you a note. Would you? Sure. <laughs> Could you give me a doctor's note? Of course. Note? That's cute. I'm not even kidding. That'd be fun. Okay. I'll write it. That, that's charming. Wouldn't they be like, that's the best thing what's, you could what's have. What's his name? Uh, there's a couple. There's Laura and Val. Laura and Val. This is great, Dr. Drew. Taylor had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Appointment. And needed to be excused from his employment obligations. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Whoop. Now that I feel like they're so lucky to have me now. He, they, see? <laughs> right. Don't tell me I don't get your back. Dr. Drew, thank you so much. Dr. Drew, have you ever uh, written a doctor's note for someone like this before? I've never written a doctor's note when I am not seeing somebody medically. So <laughs> I don't quite really know the full ethics of this, but I'm date. What's the date today? The thirteenth. Uh, okay. Wow. Can, I feel like Laura I need... Val Taylor had doctor's appointment and needed to be excused from his employment obligations. But no one can see. No one knows it's Doctor Drew. It's just a bunch of scribble. Yeah. Do you have your like, diploma with you that so they know you're it's real? On, it's on my website. Okay. You can go just refer to that. Thank there you, you buddy. Taylor. Oh, man. I'm going to... I don't know what to do. I'm going like, to send it to them. I hope you do. Just take a picture of it and just scan it. And I really it. will. I hope they respect you, though. What if they yeah, hate they, you? <laughs> if they hate you, then it's worse. It's your call, buddy. God. I don't, I don't think they're hearing me. Lord Velsen, very do, nice. What do I do? Call 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. <laughs> no, that was the old one. It was the old show. But, but say some more in Japanese. What do you want to know? Like when you told the joke, tell us the joke. So, I mean, here's, so here's the joke. This is what real life will work. So I did a show in Japan and Japanese. I got hired to do a thing out there for like a, a, the Japanese comedian and American comedian be funny. And then they, cool. kept, they produced, it was a disaster. They kept telling me, you're not being funny. I'm like, yeah, but then you don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm being funny, but like, you don't know, <laughs> it was fun. So then they're like, we're going to have you do comedy in Japanese. I was like, okay, well, I don't speak Japanese, but I can do one joke in Japanese. Let me get one laugh and get out of there. So the joke that we figured out with the guy who speaks some English, um, I said, uh, I'm going to go on stage and just say, in, in Japanese, hello, my name's Taylor. I'm from America. Nice to meet you. Uh, I like to eat pizza. I'm going to tell you jokes. Actually, I don't know how to speak Japanese. Uh-oh. It's not a 10, but so it's... So say a, it. It's a, 
You say it in Japanese. I don't care what it sounds like in English. It's a crappy joke in English. It's a crappy, it's a crappy joke, period. But it's a joke. Okay. It, it would get like a scale from one to ten. It's like a four. Okay. I just wanted to get like a haha. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was uh, Konnichiwa, Boku wa, Taylor des, Boku wa, American Jin des, Onega Dozu Yoroshiku. Um, I forgot to say, I'm going to tell you a joke. And then I said, Nihongo uh, Ohanashimasen. Uh oh. Right? But here's what went wrong. Most impressive thing ever happened on the show. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, usually it's a bunch of like anus relapse. Yes, that's right. Prolapse. That's why this is the most impressive thing. Relapse, prolapse? If relapse, prolapse is when it happens again, which is very a, rare. A relapsing prolapse, yes, would be a second prolapse. Very yeah. rare, right, Dr. Uh, no, not these days, it seems like. But if it comes you know? out, you can put it back in and it comes Some, out again? Yeah, that happens. And then the surgery is intense. Oh. It's a huge surgery. This is why that, that stuff drives me crazy. It's like, oh, oh, it's so funny. Like, why do people into that? Oh, my God. It's like this. It, it, what happens is when it comes out, it cuts off its own blood supply and the whole thing dies. <laughs> the, the anus dies. Yes, that whole, and that part of the sick, the, the, the uh, rec- rectum dies too. Does it go to heaven? The whole... Th- person goes to heaven afterwards i imagine oh because you die after your you're pretty easily you get peritonitis and that's that oh my god that's but listen but here's what let me tell that, me what's funny about it but no but tell you, no i'm gonna tell you what i want to tell you dr okay Jure. please so my joke didn't work though it got zero reaction that's shocking okay. <laughs> it's not a great joke but it would have gotten a reaction it's yeah. cute it's what it is yeah but i walked up so i was like uh sayonara and i it was very sad you know like you know good night yeah then i said to my the, uh, friend my enemy now I thought he was my friend. I was like, what happened? And he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you in Japan, in our language, we don't have, uh-oh. And I'm like, don't you think that they should have helped if you had told me? What do they uh, have? And he's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, they go, huh? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. So it's these Japanese people, the kindest, most polite people on earth. Like, they would laugh out of politeness. Like, my whole time in Japan talking to people who like, speak some English, just hanging out. You know, I'm a very hilarious human. Yes, yes, naturally, you are. Yes, you, know? you are. Yes. And, like, uh, I'm, I say something, and then they go, ha, ha, ha. And then, I, then I'm an insecure psychopath, so I have to go, do you understand what I was saying? They go, no. <laughs> so that's the Japanese people, the kindest people. They laugh. They had no... Even way. when you're not funny. Right, even when I'm not, but they but know they I'm trying understand. to be funny. You didn't understand what you were they doing. They didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah. They don't even know I was trying to do comedy. They just stared at me. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Do me uh-oh again? Huh? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's, but I'm being sincere. I'm not being a racist. I am racist, but... Uh, uh, I hope is, not. No, I'm not really racist. You're white supremacist, but not racist. I'm a, I'm a Jewish white supremacist. Yeah. I love being half Jewish because I can be say I'm Jew. Because being a white, you're a straight... Oh, you're half Jewish. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you got this too. Uh, but uh, like straight women are horrible. Everything's their fault. They're awful. Everything's people. bad, yes. But I'm like, I'm a Jew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little bit of a pass. Yeah. Not much, but, but just a little. But you know what happens though? Because my name's Taylor Williamson. Yeah. Now, and uh, I have this... What's this, your name again? TaylorWilliamson.com. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And... Uh, but uh, my mother's a Jewish, you know, a Goldberg, you know. Mm. I don't know if I should say that, but uh, um, uh, private information. You know? mm. But uh, I have some of them say is Jewish things. And then I have a Jew, Jewish people come to my shows and then they're like, are you really Jewish? You're just saying that they they get very offended on stuff. So you start throwing out some Yiddish and everything's fine. <laughs> well, I like I'm, I, I like they get offended easily. Verga Hargit. Oh, I know. Wait, what's that one mean? Drop dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dr. Drew. Just saying. Where'd you learn that one? Three Stooges. Oh, yeah, they're great Jewish men. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are they? I just know they, yeah. the Yiddish throws flowed throughout there. Yeah, of course. The tragic stories. They all had tragic. Uh, In life? Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. I don't know all of them. Some of them. Curly. Curly had a big stroke. Yeah. And then he like had it replaced and like he was sad. And I think they all had sad. Half of them were sad. I'm just going to go with that. Did you see the Stan and Laurel movie about Laurel and Hardy? Mm-hmm. Also a very, very touching story about their problems. I haven't seen anything that you've seen, Dr. Jones. I know that. You haven't seen anything, period. You don't belong in this culture, even in Japan all this time. It's all right. Tell me about the Taylor Williamson show. Oh, I do this uh, Taylor's talk show thing. We've had uh, many celebrity guests. We've had one, only one has guest, celebrity guest has been on twice. You know who that is, Dr. Drew? Uh, I can't imagine. It was Dr. Drew. Oh, I was only on twice? Which camera do I look at? I do this show like live in LA. I'm trying to sell a TV show. Yeah, know? it's great. Thank you. And uh, you're a delight. And uh, it's, it's, it's very funny. Thank you. No, it's I, it's a joy. I, I and post, you can watch it online. I post some clips on uh, at Taylor Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and uh uh, the goal is we we have some cool people who said that they promised that they're going to help us sh- sell Ooh, it. Oh, nice. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, so hopefully have a TV show and be a big You, you have very talented improvisational performers around you too. Yeah, like my old uh, my old roommate and friend, uh, Kyle Kennedy, is from uh, the Groundlings Theater. And the, so I take, uh, that's like people from Saturday Night Live and are plucked out of there. And, uh, and uh, Daniel... Uh, What's his name? Oh, Daniel, it's all right. Daniel and uh, Elliot. And, was your buddy uh, Jillian on the? On Jillian the Bell was yeah. a recent, uh, very funny comedian, friend of Dr. Drew, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a guest recently. And uh, yeah, so like the way that people are selling TV shows now, Daniel Acker. <laughs> so, anyways, so pe- the way people are selling shows now is uh, doing them first. You, yeah, because no one, no, any show you get on TV, no one's going to watch it. Everyone watches your show on the YouTube. Uh, the YouTube, you know, <laughs> no one watches TV anymore. I mean, maybe just me. They watch know. the YouTube. They watch the YouTube. <laughs> so, like, how do you sell a show now? You either have to have a, a famous person attached to it, or uh, or incubate it live and stuff. So we're doing the incubating live thing. It takes to wonderful people like you who are doing. It. That's so if, fine. You're, if you're in Los Angeles, I do it every month. And uh, oh, you're doing it every month now? Yeah, and, the same uh, place. Yeah. Well, it's moved around a couple of times. Well, I mean, so. moved it across. We do it at Groundlings in their uh, smaller stage. Cause yeah. We don't want to. We don't want. We, we want to keep it intimate. We don't want to. Uh, you wouldn't want too many people there. We don't want too many people there because we know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird noise that came out of my mouth. What was that, Doctor Drew? Uh, that was a weird noise. I had a physical the other day. I have a lot of. Can I ask you questions? Please, about let's that? do it. I had a first in the years. I haven't had a physical. It's, that's you go every five years. That's when you should do it, right? Uh, until you're fifty. Oh, is that true? Yeah, then you should be going every year, probably. So, um, but it was weird. Like the doctor, like a uh, nice guy. His picture, he looked. It took, these guys are all very busy. They're very popular doctors, you know. Like Doctor Drew, he's like, "You're available next week to be on my show." I'm like, oh, "I'm busy." Next two weeks, you know. I played it cool, you know. These doctors, they're like booked three months in advance, you know. Right now, everyone's busy. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean right now? Is this like the sick time? Uh, no, no. But I mean, it's it, primary care. Anybody good is overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, the one guy who's available is this guy who looks like he's like 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, is there, have you heard of this? Like, I mean, sincerely, like I was like, I don't, I don't want an old man doctor, but I don't want like a 15 year old doctor. A brand new. Yeah. You don't have anything difficult. What, what's, how was the, what did he tell you? What but anyway, he was old. He looked older than he did in the picture. Wow. Like I think he had to use his high school yearbook photo, mm-hmm. but he's probably there again. I don't know. He's, a, he's great. And uh, I don't, you may know him. I don't know. Keep going. I don't know. But uh, he was, uh, he asked me. Not every doctor knows every doctor. (laughs) I don't know. Is that racism? Of kind. But but he's not Jewish. That was. Oh, forget it then. Why'd you see him? He's Asian. I respect that. I love like the acoustics where you can hear them laughing. That's fun. So, uh, like, you, so it's good for your ego as a comedian. Like, you hear them laughing, but you don't hear too much, you know? Right. But then, uh, so then uh, he go. He was. He's like, I want to get. But they're right. kind of like the Japanese. They're just being polite. <laughs> I think you're right. Actually, <laughs> this is a funny doctor, man. 
So anyway. uh, wait, so then, but he's like, it's my first time going to him, you know? And uh, he's like, uh, so tell me about yourself. That's a weird thing, right? Not really, yeah. Do you do that? Let's let's start. <clears throat> tell me about yourself. <laughs> but I'm just like, uh, I'm, from, I'm from San Diego. He's like, cool. But he's got to start somewhere. I don't know. I just want to like, take my blood and like tell me what's wrong. No, he's got to get to know you. So I didn't like that. And then also, this is the, I mean, this, this is a big deal. So they measure me. They have like the, the fake doctor guy, whatever he's called. He comes in and he's yeah. like. Some helper. Some like help, helping. The Santa's helper by the doctor. Yeah. Okay. The little person. And um, uh, so uh, he, he goes, uh, he was a little person. That, I don't know if I, I cut out that part. So then, um, but it's a wonderful thing if he was. I was just doing a sound. Believe it in. I was going. <laughs> But it's going with the Santa's helper joke. Yeah. I respect little I people it, and it. big people. Not that they're too big, I should go, you should exercise more. Mm. But I respect them, but otherwise, I wish them well. Yes, you know, you feel that. I want them to be healthy. Of course you do. God, my career's over. I already lost my agent. Can you write one of these doctor's notes for the fat people and little people, We're please? Have some sort of Me Too movement attack you. <laughs> so, wait, so then uh, they measure me? And he goes like, how tall are you? And I'm like, I'm six feet tall, you know? That's what it says on my Tinder profile. Yeah. And, my and they measured you and? They said 5'11". Oh, uh, you're shrinking. Well, then I was like, uh, with all due respect, uh, let's do it again. And he's like 5'11". Then I was like, he's like, we'll try with shoes on. And then I'm just like bewildered. So that I did it. He's like, I'm not even six with shoes on. But Look my whole, you. I've always been six feet tall. And then I asked. You need the, to get out in the sun more. <laughs> is that the problem? <laughs> I don't have a tan. Exercise more. That'll grow me back to six feet? No. Probably not. But you will stop shrinking. Am I sh the doctor guys, the real doctor said that it's unlikely that I'm shrinking. It, you're not that age yet. It's unlikely. But who do I trust? The guy who was like... Well, who told you you were six feet? Your mom? You're, don't talk about my mother. You almost, you almost spoke to me in Japanese. You, don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> that was racism? Dr. Drew's racist? No, that's me imitating Taylor. But go ahead. I mean, that's so so who so who who measured you originally? Who told you were six? Everybody. Who measured you and told you were six? The other doctor people. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's it's odd. I don't know what to do. Don't do anything. Start exercising. I worry about you. Do you worry about me? Sure. Uh, my health. Mm -hmm. Do I seem malnourished? No, you seem malexercised. I am malexercised. Yeah. I appreciate it. Let's, that seems like a good place to talk about this. Let's just put it out there. I worry about you, Dr. Drew. Why? More people watch your show on YouTube than listening to you. That means they don't like your voice, but they like oh. your... Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's all good. So... We have one more question about the physical. You, you've been running You're running a smoke screen on me now long enough. I got to get in here. Can I ask one more question about the physical? One more. Serious. I was like, can you... Uh, I want to like... I did a blood test. I was like, can you test herpes? That's a good STD mm, test, you know? No, herpes is not a good They hate test. it. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't really they work. They hate that. And then they, I was like, can you test my iron? And uh, sure. I think I might have iron deficiency or okay, something. I was myself. I had to tell them these things. There's no reason to check iron unless you're losing blood. Whose side are you on, are you, are you? Are you losing? Are you bleeding out your rectum? Are you have blood, no. blood in something where you're losing it? Um, probably not. No. Okay. All right, I'm done. So you need to get your cholesterol checked, your thyroid checked. Yeah. I feel like you're judging me now. I will be. Okay. You, you not yet. You, you grew up where? Uh, San Diego. Where? Del, Del Mar, California. Del Mar, where the turf meets the surf. Yeah, ritzy. And your mom. We've sort of a little sketch on her. What about your dad? Uh, divorced parents. Uh, what age? Uh. I mean, a fish. Uh, I always thought since I was a baby, but I think uh, you love this. Uh, I don't like your face during all this. Like, I will look the other way. So then, so Taylor. So, 
So this show is so much more fun to watch than to be on. Well, that's um, like, you know, like the whole time, I'm like, you're asking all these crazy people the questions about why they're crazy. That's fine. All your no. colleagues are, oh, you mean out, out there? No, I'm the crazy person no, that you're talking to. you're crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. the, but they were like separated since like baby time. So I always remember them being separated, but then they got officially divorced when I was like seven or something. Did you have a relationship with your dad? Yeah, until I was like 12. Ooh, what happened then? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know. My parents played each other against each other, and then uh, I didn't like him, and uh did and he get I, abusive I like, or anything? No, I mean, it was like emotional stuff, you know? What? I don't know. I was just I'm never happy when I went over there. I don't know. Just like nothing. Not, no, I don't know. I'm like defending him. Was it like you, you missed him and it was sort of evocative to go see him? No, I like I was just a lot of, it was just always negative energy, honestly. Was he remarried? No. But I, when I was 12, I wrote him a letter. I was like, I don't want to see you anymore. And then he was like, cool. <laughs> he didn't say cool, but I think he was okay. Peace out? I peaced out and then he yeah you peaced out but you were twelve yeah 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 and he just was like right hey, no big deal yeah I guess yeah yeah I mean I'm just was he a sociopath um no I think my parents did the best they could with what they were given that wasn't the question I mean uh, no I don't think he I think he's sad about it honestly he might okay. be watching this that's weird yeah. okay well I hope he's sad about it because he should be yeah yeah but we didn't we've been texting a little bit lately oh I, well I, I've ruined that. Yeah, I get like a once Sorry. a year, like happy birthday text, oh. and it's weird, honestly. Why don't you go try to make a relationship with him? Well, I mean, it's a weird thing, honestly. It's like, uh, I should, but then I'm doing, is a stranger, though? You know? Is he a stranger? To me, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so it's odd. It's like. He, but it still sort of feels like unfinished business. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I mean, I'm st stubborn. Clearly, I get from him. I want him to be like Taylor. I'm so sorry. Well, that's not gonna happen. I mean, that's I, I hear I heard you have talk to be the, just the, talking about this stuff. Like these people are not. Going, you have to forgive people for. Well, you haven't really uh, sketched me about him, like so I really get a sense of what he's capable of. You, sure, keep, you, keep, you keep running to his aid, uh, defending him. Can we show some videos we of people's will. penises uh, falling don't, off? Don't you worry. We got him. Got him all lined up. Uh, but I want I want him to be like, dude, Taylor. I'm so I'm so fucking sorry. That was messed up if, I, uh, if there were something like that to happen uh who was it that was it who has a story like that nadav was it with the mom uh sickler was it sickler yeah i thought it was ryan sickler yeah yeah it takes a while for them to get to that point well they're like it's they're almost go listen to the ryan sickler episode yeah yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be a model for you will it inspire me or yeah it might yeah i mean so yeah i need to just like forgive people who does don't know like he, i don't think he's i don't i don't think he feels you may not be able to forgive yet but you can at least be an adult and even if he's a not you, you for yourself you can go do it is it immature of me to not to be fine without reaching out or you think no it's no it's not it's understandable but it, it i just getting a feeling from you that there's unfinished business and it just it feels like it would be good for you yeah even though it might not be satisfying be, you'd be doing it for you. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. You know, sure, yeah. I don't know what he. I don't know what he's made of, but uh, you might get an apology. You I might. know, like when people have kids. I mean, my dad. I saw him like I've seen him like seven times in the last like twenty years, and he just said to me once, he's like, I didn't want to make the same mistakes my parents did, and I was like, well, that didn't work. Out. Well, but think about it. He maybe he's afraid of what he might do raising kids, like maybe get physically abusive or something, and he didn't trust himself. Yeah, I don't. Or maybe he was sexually abused or something. Who knows what he's afraid of. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, there's he's a human too, and he has his reasons, right? Yeah, we should have him call in right now. You would love that so much. Would you be so happy? Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I, honestly, listening to your show growing up, uh, 
Mm. Not to be nice to you or make you feel good by yourself, but it, it made me feel not alone in this stuff. Because this before yeah. internet was a Reddit. And I all know these we, that's and, why uh, we did it because there was nothing else out there. But I remember I told you this in real life, but like hearing Good Charlotte talking on their show, talking coming from like a uh, what do you call it, like a chaos, yeah, you know, e-home, uh, broken home, and all that stuff. And it's just knowing they got from that point to the, where they are, and like I was like, oh, cool, you can get out. That was the that was why the guests were there to sort of model that. It's uh, yeah. it's uh mitzvah it's talks. a mitzvah as your people you say you, oh wow you're denouncing your <laughs> no, judaism wow your people that was very that was condescending so how did comedy come in well i had a perfect childhood i got a yeah, lot so of here um, i hear all of it you got a narcissistic mom abandoning dad it's all perfect <laughs> perfect perfect I love, I love your labels on things like when i did your show Just a with shorthand. adam uh i remember like adam came in late and the first thing he says you're like, hey, Taylor has a bad dad. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And that's, that's when I was more scared about them watching stuff, but I don't care anymore. But uh, I think it's how, I mean, I really, honestly, like even as an adult, hearing you have, talk to your guests about their stuff, like sure. it is. Cool. We're all just people. But special to, this podcast thing, it does stress me out a little bit. Podcasts where like it's the culture of podcasts is to talk about all your shit, just yeah. to divulge everything. Yeah. Not that it's secret, but it's private, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do struggle a little bit with like, oh, I'm supposed to just share. But well, it, I it's, think, a be- it's a beautiful I, thing too. I think, first of all, I, I think people are want authentic, as people really want. And to reach people with authenticity, you have to kind of, I mean, there may be things you want to withhold. That's fine. You're certainly entitled to, but they're, they're hungry for authentic. And that's because there's been so much bullshit, I think, for so long. Yeah. And, uh, and people aren't different. Comedians, maybe a little bit. It's not, it's not an accident we chose comedians to look at because, as you've noticed, there's some stuff, some shit going on. I'm just saying. It's the same story with every guest. It's kind of redundant. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. No, I mean, like, Doug Benson was different. And, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of similarities. He's from San Diego, same story. Different story. Oh, different. different story. Uh, but so, how did comedy get into the mix here? Um, I wasn't one of those kids. I don't know how to sit. Can I be honest? It's hard. These, these are not the most comfortable chairs on no, earth. No, I like it, but I'm like, I don't know. Do I look? You can do both. Look at me. Look at the camera. It's all good. That, feel, that's your camera. That's our camera. That's my camera. I feel like, um, and then you told me I'm malnourished. Or I'm not malnourished. You need out of shape. Yeah. I didn't know what to say when the doctor was like, how often do you exercise? I joined it. Did he ask you that? I, did, I told him that I've been paying to go to the gym for the last good. nine months. I'm, I'm like this guy. The more I hear about it, the more I like him. But I, I tried to change the subject after I said I've been paying to go to the gym for nine months. Did he then drill in more? He didn't say, do you go inside the building? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll, he'll, he'll learn. To, he, that's why he's got to get to know you. He's, oh, he's like, anyway, so. Because you're, you're slippery. He's a good guy. I like this. Shout out to the doctor. Yeah. Whoever he is. Um, so then, uh, but when I was in high school, I got into stand-up comedy. My brother liked stand-up comedy. I was one of those kids who wanted to be the exact opposite of my brother just because. Mm which is a silly, yeah. d- dumb child thing that makes yeah. no sense. Like, I even sit to the point where I was like, I don't like music. That's what I said when I was a child. Because your brother liked it. He liked music. I don't like music. <laughs> but then he liked comedy. So how'd you... How'd you... I, so I like, I, like, he would listen to Adam Sandler albums and stuff. I'd be like, I don't want to listen to that. And oh. then he's like, but then he eventually became my hero. Was, you know, was Add a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, Do you know Adam? Oh, a good friend of mine. You're... Uh, I've never met him in my life. Oh. I wish. I, I'm flattered. That I'm so... work on that. I know. 
I dated this girl. I went on this, with this girl. I'm on this like fancy dating app for dumb LA stuff. Have you heard of this one? Which one? Raya. Oh, I've heard of that. You're <laughs> fancy. I'm a big deal. It's You're a big, it's the celebrity dating app, everybody. That yeah. You can meet Taylor Williams. <laughs> yeah. Celebrity dating app. Yeah. It's they, essentially for Instagram models and celebrities. Yeah. It's uh, the, they, they, they waitlisted me for two years, but I sent an email. I got verified on Instagram. I was like, Hey, can I get on this thing? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I remember this girl, she's like, oh, man, you got to meet Sandler and, uh, and Rock. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like some girl. Well, take her up on it. He's your idol. Being a hot girl is like such a superpower. Power. David Spade has this joke where he's like, I'm reading the joke, but it's essentially, he's like, I'm hanging out with this girl. He's like, I was on SNL. I have $100 million. I, I am a movie star. I do this and that. And she's like, but I'm hot, so we're even. <laughs> but I'm like, why are you hanging out with me? Anyways, I wish her well. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so then, uh, and I started doing comedy. I don't know. That so answered, what was your first comedic experience? Um, oh, so, so I started writing jokes, uh, in high school just cause I liked like Mitch Hedberg really inspired me a lot. I don't know if you, how did you figure out how to write a joke? Um, uh, well, what I, what I was happening at Arj Barker too, I would quote at school. I quoted, I wasn't like trying to take them, like say they're my jokes, but I would like say jokes out loud that I heard other comedians say. In high school and then i remember this one kid was like like i think it was like coming from jealousy which is a weird everyone in high school we're all a mess you know yeah and uh uh and he was like that's not your joke i saw it on comedy central then i was like yeah okay then i was like i'm gonna write my own jokes so then i started writing stuff and then when i was 16 i wrote for like a year and i was like i think i'm gonna do comedy and then uh pretty bold for a 16 year old yeah i don't know i found uh uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, thank you. That's the first nice thing you've ever said to me in my life. Just today. <laughs> Just today. Everyone, have you, right then, you've been hearing how negative Dr. Drew's been to me. I don't know. Do I'm allowed to tell them to do that? You tell them whatever you want. <laughs> you're, you're... And send me money, uh, Patreon. <laughs> we'll set up Visit how, him on Raya. Check me out on Raya. Um, yeah, please. Um, so then uh, I I was went online. I was trying to find a comedy a place I could do stand up comedy, mm. and uh, oh, there was an online at that point. We we had the internet. There was. I'm just I'm trying to get the history historical period. I I don't know when this was. So. I'm not sixty. There's nothing wrong with that. I am. Happy birthday. <laughs> you look great. You're very sexy. Every girl I know talks about how sexy you are. You don't all need the time. to stop with the rim job. Let's go. Go back to your. With your <laughs> this is why you have a video on your show, by yes. the way, because people listening are like, "Well, Taylor's been giving him a rim job this whole time." So let's let's get back to this. Not that first, I wouldn't. This, you're a handsome man. This first episode. This first comedic. By the way, he's acting like he's like he's like I know I'm handsome. I get it. Like, you're not being modest. You're like I already know. I've been told this a lot. I have three kids. That only means you had sex once. You have triplets, right? Nope. Nope. Because that was uh, conceived in a dish. So I didn't have to have sex for that one. <laughs> You're like, I've had sex zero times, Taylor. Take that. That's fair enough. Um, so then, um, what was your last question? Uh, sorry, your your first, first, time, time, on first time on stage. Uh, <laughs> am I the best kiss you've ever had, honestly? Stay focused. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. I respect you. Why do I respect you so much? So then um, I looked up... Uh, the comedy store. So you had to be 21 and up, but then I saw Polly Shore's sister, Sandy Seashore. That's her name. Yeah. The comedy store's owner is Mitzi, as I'm sure all your listeners are aware of. This, uh, the, the, the show um, Dying Up Here is, is sort of yes. homage to her and her, her career. I've never seen it. but uh, It's good. I read the book, though. Okay. I hear it's great. And uh, so, uh, uh, his, so her daughter's name is Sandy Seashore. 
or the family's interesting, you know? Yeah. And uh, she had a comedy workshop, and I was like, can I take uh, your can I perform at the comedy store if I take in, a class? In, in San Diego? In La Jolla, they have a comedy store south. How crazy is she yeah. was down there? That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, she did. She, uh, uh, she passed away recently, and I was very oh. sad, and I wish her well and stuff. But she, she didn't go. She didn't go. Actually, you don't have to take my class. You can just do open mics. But she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So I'm like 17. Whatever. I, she, she did say you don't. She take did my not class. tell me not. Yeah. To. I said, but she, she wants you to take her class. Right. Of course, of course. <laughs> she got me to take her class. Yeah, of like, course. Like, yeah, you can give me your money. You know? Yeah, of course. And uh, so, but so it was a comedy <laughs> class. I didn't tell my mom I was doing it and tell people and. Uh, you ride your bike down there? Oh, he had a car then, 16. Well, I got my mom's. So I was like, hey, can I have your car? Wow. Yeah, I had a driver's license and. Uh, 17. So then I started taking class. So I did the, I took three sessions of the class, which is kind of crazy, but, uh, I spent all my work money on that. And, uh, and also on like, a uh, there's like a private school that you could go to, to take one class that all like you could pay for your grade, you know, <laughs> what did you need a grade in? So I took algebra two, two and a half times. And I kept, uh, I took it twice. I failed, I failed it. And then, uh, there's like a private, I grew up in a rich area. I wasn't rich though, but everyone else was. It was like, so I was like the, the poor kid in the rich area. So all the rich kids are like, hey, just go to school, you pay for your grade, you know? This so is I, the uh, Felicity Huffman School, <laughs> right. school of Algebra. <laughs> wow. For real. So, but it's like private tutoring, but yeah. it's like legit, or it's like a real, like, you get credit. Did you learn it? Uh, well, I got the one teacher who like, who's like, he was gonna fail me. My uh, mom like had to yell at him and be like, uh, like, help him pass it yeah but, she, she, but i paid it for my anyway so the other thing i paid money for math was, your thing huh no i'm very bad mm -hmm. at it i, I get that <laughs> i'm an artist dr drew so I, had to, I took the comedy class then i moved to la when i was 18. so and, so when you're doing the comedy class were you performing so it's it's a workshop where there's like you know I, she said sebastian took it brody stevens took it it's kind of interesting because everyone when you're starting you don't know how to start right i don't think improv classes make more sense i really don't encourage people to take comedy workshops it's for stand-up comedy it really yeah. doesn't make sense it helps you get your feet wet Probably helps you write jokes or it, it forces jokes. you to construct jokes and do yeah. like a perform for your peers a little or, bit of timing issues i'm sure yeah and it's yeah. a bunch of insane people like it's literally it's a mental illness party of, of everybody i'm not <laughs> saying me, i'm not one of them give me an but. example of what you saw at your class i mean like there's i remember this is, i'm trying to look you back this is old man who like his nails are really like different colors you know but it's that's called onychomycosis that's called onychomycosis i went uh, to school uh, with that guy onychomycosis let me, let me put it on your letter <laughs> wait who are you gonna say he has taylor has onychomycosis <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what is it how do you fungus, get that fungus and you that get, you get old yeah it's so weird yeah but yeah. he was like a crazy man like what, is, what do you do I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not good at this, Dr. Right. But then there's this other guy. Like I, I'm hanging out with these like crazy 40-year-old people, you know? And yeah. This, this guy was uh, 60 years old, you know? It sounds, yeah, thank And you. Uh, there's one guy, like, he was like, um, um, I'm scared to say his name. He's going to murder me or something. But he's like, just like, one guy had a cane, you know? It was, it was just great. I'm not going like, to describe it. It was like a whack pack of like... Ooh, uh, I get that. Of, like... Uh, but then I remember like there was a taping of Last Comic Standing and in, uh, in Los Angeles and like one of these guys was like we should go to the show so I I, went, I told I told him I'm going out with the friends I drove to L A with these psychos when oh. I was like 17 were they like were they saying weird stuff talking about weird things no I mean they're just like this guy's like been in jail before and stuff and telling me about stuff and I'm just like cool cool you know <laughs> I'm like but looking back I'm yeah, like yeah the man sucks I wouldn't <laughs> right right <laughs> and like I, looking back I, I remember he had some joke and the, the Sandy told him it wasn't funny and he was so aggressive about it it was about uh what do you call the oh he's like i'm in this gang uh i mean i'm not i stopped being, i started i joined a new gang i was in uh, bloods and stuff and now i'm in the uh, caltrans 
<laughs> I don't even know what Caltrans was, but he got really mad at his joke to network. It wasn't funny. It's kind of funny. Oh, well, hey, if you're listening uh, or watching. All right, let's get to some business here. Let's get to, let's get to some emails. Did I move to LA and I'm famous now? Yeah, I know. You just won one triumphant experience at AGT. Two. Two? They brought me back for the All-Star show and I lost again. Oh. I thought you, you, you would show up a lot though. And then when you kind of, yeah, really, sprinkled throughout your favorite really, i really milked the, i really milked why that not? thing yeah. why not time to get back to our program let's uh let me introduce you to sort of the the, the mommy world here um the the four stroke guy is is someone that we all know and love and i thought when you see all these t-shirts here about four strokes and we ought to explain to you where that comes from and Thank i'd you. love to get your reaction give you- if you've had any kind of erectile disorder problems i'm here to tell you forget about viagra forget about salads forget about dick and plants and all that stuff so i don't know if you believe me or not but if you like to see me smoke some meth with a small limp dick that doesn't get hard any other way and watch it get harder and harder the more i smoke the harder my dick gets it's unbelievable you're gay you won't believe how good it feels if you're straight you won't believe how good it feels your dickhead becomes so sensitive that you don't need lube, you don't need spit. You just stroke that dickhead this up and down four times. Just, just barely do it. And you'll shoot an enormous amount of very thick, thick, hot, white cum. So, Dr. Drew, what makes <laughs> this one of your favorite clips? It's how I was indoctrinated into your mom's house. They showed me that. And... Um, I thought uh, I probably should leave. Yeah. And then I thought, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. Which is something I think about even now. <laughs> uh, Wait, is smoking meth not good uh, medical advice to... Not good medical advice, not a benign treatment for erectile dysfunction. Though fascinating from a physiological standpoint, fascinating. He must have some nitric oxide release or... Uh, PDE5 function. I was thinking the PDE5. PDE5 inhibition, something like that. Yeah. And uh, and weird that he gets that reaction and weird that it also not only causes erectile activation, but also hypersensitivity, which is sort of weird. And some people do get that from stimulants. That's why people do stimulants when they're sort of acting out sexually. Well, Other people are shut down by it completely. What Most hap- people. What happens to you when you do stimulants? When I do meth, um, normally it shuts me down. Yeah. I've never done meth. No. I never smoked a cigarette. Your show ruined me. I, I started drinking recently for the you, first time. Wait, why did my show ruin you about cigarettes? I have drugs and stuff. Oh, Celebrity Rehab? No, oh, all of it. Love Lion, the Celebrity Rehab. Oh, just talking about drugs ruined you. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't enjoy it. You couldn't... You, no, I was always scared. like, this seems like a bad idea. Afraid of it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, but now drinking. A little bit. And I just... But, you know, the Ashkenazi Jews don't get alcoholism. So you don't have to worry about that. We just have all the other mental illnesses possible. Yeah, a lot of other stuff, but not, not so many. Rare for alcoholism. Rare. My grandma had like eleven siblings, and two of them were in mental institutions. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I have no diagnosed mental illnesses, but I've never checked. Also, mm-hmm. we're, I'm gonna give that doctor a call. <laughs> see what. Uh, what Do you think I could have a it? mental illness, honestly? Uh, I mean, don't you get depressed? Yeah, but I think it's uh, circumstantial, though. I May mean, sincere, honest. Do you uh, have anxiety? I think I have low level, ang- I have, but there's all circumstances. I'm not, I don't. No, but I, like, I have, I probably have more mental illness than you do. I, have, I had like major depressive episodes when I was younger. Yeah. And I have generalized anxiety disorder and I had panic disorder when I was a teenager. I wonder if I have depression, but then I have a lot of stresses in my life, you know? 
Then when I, when I went to Japan in January, it was honestly like a magical experience of like, just like I, the weight was taken off my shoulders. So I, w- I wasn't worried about my career. I wasn't worried about my family. Because you're a uh, whole new culture. You're like a you're different but world. I, but I turned off my brain. I was in vacation mode, yeah, which yeah. I don't do. I travel all the time, but never for my you're always own working. joy. You're always working. Yeah. And uh, so that proved to me, I think, that like, oh, it's when I'm in certain environments and I have certain stresses. When I came back, right when I landed, I was like, oh, my God, if my car got hit mm. by a drunk driver, I have to fix so that. It's interesting to me that we went from four-stroke to uh, you feeling good about leaving the country. It's just... Also, I'm not that guy. That makes me feel No, better. you're not. I see. That's what I'm getting at. Perspective makes me feel like. I think that's why you, you've uh, entered into that thought process. But then I worry, though, because that guy's sincerely probably happier than I am. Only when he's doing math. Do you think so, though? Only when he's doing math. Oh, yeah. And then it will eventually doesn't work so well. The, not, not a good strategy for staying Do you, do you get uh, immunity to meth? From doing it you get in steadily more paranoid and more... Uh, it, it, it screws your brain uh, in so many ways. You get more manic more paranoid, more disturbed thoughts that are disorganized. It gets bad. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. The drug. I like. Him. Is there more? Is he still up there? Because he's got more for us. Well, I mean, I was gonna ask Taylor if he believed him everything about uh, about getting hard with the meth because there's a there's a follow up that someone else didn't believe this guy either. My brother didn't believe me, but when he smoked with me, he put out his dick. I couldn't believe how big his dick was. He jacked off in four strokes and shot. <laughs> shot his life. He's only forty nine and he's fine. He has no neuropathy problems at all. But his dick gets even harder and thicker and even more cum. He believes me now. Taylor, have you ever done anything like that with your brother? Wait, you, I just want to say how you introduced it. You're like, uh, I'm wondering if you believe him. And then he plays because someone doesn't believe him. And then he's like, yeah, my brother didn't believe me. Are you asking me if he's my brother? No. No, no, no. Did it's you ever you do activities like these? Right. Like you share, no. share. I never had that stuff. Like the guys like jerk off on a cracker. And but with your brother. Or with my brother. Oh, with my brother, yeah, we, yeah, all the oh, time. All the time, okay, I just want to make sure. No, I never had... And the fact that he did that with his brother is not a little surprising to you? His That's... brother? No, I mean, no. What? He's a crazy person. Well, he is now. That makes sense. If of all crazy. people, like, it's just like, if he told me right now, like, uh, I killed a man, I'd be like, yeah. If he, he watched his brother jerk off and forced drugs, I'd be like, yeah. So, so in your world... Hot white cum. Yeah, like I'm not, there's literally nothing. In your world, there, there's like no, no uh, sort of scale of from normal to p- disturb. You're either normal or you're a murderer in your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I see, I see how you think of the world. But it hasn't like living in LA, you grew up here though, so maybe, right? You grew up in LA? Yeah, in Pasadena. But like, it's really like, I was just in Madison, Wisconsin, where everyone's just like wonderful and stuff and it's sincere and they mean what I they see, say. I see, I told you he was a white supremacist. I told you, I told you, I told you. Wait, did you, you? You did say that. I did. I did. I do prefer white people over other races because they're better. But I don't want to call myself a white supremacist. I mean, would you disagree? I'm going by science, not by biome. Oh, <laughs> so come on now. Quick, take it back before you are. Listen, my career's already over. I, I, it doesn't. Uh, jokes on you. No, I'm a, I'm a Jew. Oh, that gives you a pass. I literally like because I'm a Jew. I can say that. I'm like J.K. I'm a Jew. But then, if I wasn't, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I hope you know I was just joking. I'm a comedian. I would never believe a thing like that. Right, right. But not, right now, I don't have to apologize. I, I hate the Jews. You do. Oh, they do. Everybody does. Wait, after. you're confusing me. 
the world hates the Jews right now. Well, I mean, that's always been true. Right. Right. There's, there's more anti-Semitism than, than I can remember in my lifetime. There, it's gone up since 2016. I don't, what, that's, that's what, when people talk about hate crimes, that's where it's really gone. Yeah. Well, you've just contributed maybe a little bit to more of that. <laughs> no, I, I'm against uh, anti-Semitism. But let me, let me get serious for one second. I, I do believe that we live in a country that we, we, if we don't acknowledge that there's been a white, we need a different word than a white supremacist, a, a white uh, perspectivalism is I think the right word. I mean, I'm getting serious now. Yeah. That, that there's been this white perspectivalism that's been with us forever and we didn't realize it. And I think we need to be really evaluate everything from that fact that there was an assumption of white perspective, of the white perspective. And that, that's, I think, that's what I think people are angry about now. Not that, not that, that they just, it just was a sort of an assumption of, well, this is the perspective and it, it was a white person's perspective. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I honestly, I, I think I do, but I'm not positive. Let's put it this way. Abraham Lincoln, by, by my, the way I'm describing it, is, was a white supremacist. He was racist, but he was just sort of like everybody else in his time. But he was also the white perspective was right. All, probably kicking the people in charge were always white people, so yeah. they, all they knew was their perspective. Exactly. And and, uh, and uh, Frederick Douglass tried to make him recognize that. Yeah. And he kind of went, oh, hmm. yeah. Anyway, I got a word to worry about. Hey, and no, no, and then like uh, being sincere to, <clears throat> still. Yeah. Um, uh, is uh, is uh, like even as I grew up thankfully with so much diversity and like yeah. different religions and my friends yeah. or whatever blah, blah, blah. even still i'm there's things that uh, don't yeah, you have to because we don't have the it's exactly why you got to understand you have that perspective so you can be sensitive and pay attention yeah have, like to... i get i get like diversity is important on tv and there should be more yeah. families that show different races uh, stuff but <laughs> you know <laughs> no yes uh, yes 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 but like what i knew it but then what really affected me like emotionally where like i felt it like like with teary eyes and like feelings yeah. and stuff is someone posted when they did like the whiz live uh, it's, yeah. uh like you know the whiz. yeah i saw it i saw it i didn't watch it <laughs> oh, Jesus. but i saw this someone posted on facebook a, a little girl who's african-american i think and uh touching the tv screen yeah. and like, like that's why representation matters yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it does yeah all right let's get back to the business here of yeah. our voice messages here we go let's have something good hello my name is megan hello um, megan i'm currently in a four-year relationship um with a um, wonderful military member. We both have suffered traumatic pasts, and he is 25, I am 30, and we are not meeting eye to eye and or physically in the bedroom. A, due to the medications I'm on and a lack of sex drive. B, uh, my daddy issues. Ooh. I'm really at a loss as to how to learn to reconnect how do you physically feel safe, not dirty, not flashback to my father? Oh my I'm God. in cognitive therapy. Okay. I'm doing everything I should in terms of the PTSD and the anxiety, depression that comes along with trauma. And I still feel like a complete and utter failure. Oh and this man Jesus. loves me, is dedicated to me, and would probably go the rest of his life without bedding down with me and stay with me. I just do not find it fair to him. And I love him enough to tell him that if he's unhappy. Okay, let's stop. So that's a good love line call, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sound familiar? Yeah. So um, here's the crazy thing. So she was sexually abused by her dad, I guess. And so the crazy thing that happens when people have these terrible sexual abuse experiences 
is they sort of split internally where the part of them that they're able, that's able to be sexual is bad. And so they can only be with bad people. So she's in love with the boyfriend. So he's good. I can't have sex anymore. And so she needs to kind of, she has to glue these parts of herself back together. She has to sort of reintegrate. And that would need something more like EMDR, not cognitive behavioral therapy. You really need real trauma therapy. So you get the trauma to settle down so you can kind of stay glued together when you're having these positive feelings so you can continue to then have very, some, some sexual feelings. And then talk to your doctor about the medication they're shutting down your libido. It doesn't have to be. You can find something that they should be able to work through and find something that works for you. That's a big deal that she's so aware of it, though. She's honest with herself. She's aware of it, and it's it's sad, and they're they're. I mean, it's really sad. <laughs> and he's in the military, and he's got PTSD, and oh my god, and so this is quite a thing. But uh, but her that, you know, this trauma. This she said she's twenty five. You know, we we were hearing it all the time back in the day, and that's still happening. But we went through an epidemic of childhood sexual trauma. I think I really do. Just beyond, and it just it destroys people. It just does. Don't look at me like I have anything to add to Good. this. Excellent. Let's get to the next one. I wish you well, uh, Miss. Next, I don't, I don't next, next voice message. Jesus Christ, can I get out of here now? Not yet. Go back to the guy. Hi, with Dr. The- Drew. This is Aaron. Um, I had a weird question. Ever since I was a kid, I've noticed that if I slightly rub my nipples, it gives me a real thirsty sensation. Like, I get super thirsty. I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but I just thought it was weird. It is Thank weird. You. Thank you, sir. I, it, it is weird. It is weird. But it, you know, it's all connected to our autonomic nervous system uh, yeah. and arousal systems. And so people do get all kinds of strange reactions when they stimulate that area. They can have funny stuff. Maybe, uh, well, maybe he's like allergic to his nipples. I don't know. Gets thirsty. But it, do you know if he's like, he's drank eight, eight gallons of water and then he still feels thirsty? Interesting question. I'll try that. Follow, please call back in and follow I'm up. I'm a huge fan. Happy to see you join your mom's house. I grew up not believing in ghost, spirit, supernatural occurrences until I actually had one. Uh, I'm very curious to know what your take is on such things. If you had any personal experience you'd wish to talk about. I, w- I wish you'd know what the experience is. Usually when people say I had a, had a weird spiritual experience, they're talking about hypnagogic hallucinations where it's in, you're in that state just before you wake up and they, they're, they, they feel like something's lying on top of them or they'll, they'll see somebody at the end of the bed or they'll, they'll be frozen, you know, and with that, you've had that? Sleep paralysis. Oh, so tell us about it. It's gnarly. Tell us. Like tell it us. makes me like cry thinking about it. Okay. Have you had it repeatedly or? I've had it every couple of years. I have some. Did you have any hallucination with it? Because hallucinations happen with it sometimes. I mean, the craziest one was, and I'm pretty rational and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, don't, I was skeptical about things, you know? But like I heard that uh, lack of sleep could lead to whatever. Mm-hmm. But so I crazy red eye flights and whatever. Then right. I arrived in a hotel and it was like daytime. I took like a daytime nap, you know, classy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm lying in the hotel room. I see this witch lady like come over and just like look at me and give me that like, creepy like, and I can't move. Terrifying, terrifying. And then if you Google and everything's real, like every like every, I'm, it's, you you look you oh your eyes are open, you see the room. You're frozen, and the hallucination enters. It's like wearing like VR goggles, yeah. and it's like uh, what, do you call it? what augmented augmented reality yeah. thing, and like everything. Like, like Pikachu that. comes in. Yes, yes, but <laughs> like, the Pikachu is this evil witch lady. And if you, this is the scariest thing. If you Google for me, I don't know what's scary for you, but if you Google uh, sleep paralysis witch, it's yeah. the same lady. Look at this. 
everyone sees why does everyone's the bottom the left one the uh the one below that one i don't see a fox that one basically is that why does everyone's brain make you see some crazy witch lady and i've had that where some of you somebody's floating over me but i just saw black cloud wait what else and i'm saying that why oh does, you've had that one like somebody sleeping on top of you yeah but I, I didn't see the face i just saw the black cloud i've had that Let's go going through all the different sleep paralysis I, hallucinations and see what else Taylor said. Is, is that it's a skinny person, it's a skinny witch, right? It was, it was me. I've had, I've had, I don't sleep with my appendages over my bed because I've had a thing grab me. And I think that's similar to sleep paralysis. Yep. Same thing. But why does everyone's brain make you see the same? I've had that. Well, that, that. You've had what? I've had shadows walk. Like I've had. Yeah, the shadows are common. I've left. I did a show in Pismo Beach New Year's Eve, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was like at like five in the morning, I saw like a ghost thing walk by, and then I was scared. And I talked to it a little bit, and it, I, I mean, it wasn't there anymore. I was like, and then I took a shower. <laughs> I was like, I'm I like, like the way of the people lying there with their eyes yes. popped open, like that. Yeah, like, you've had hundred percent that, a million percent that. But then I drove home three hours at five in the morning, so I was like, this is scary. Oh, there's no shadow in the lower left there for you. It's just Doctor Drew. You're opening up to him and being vulnerable. He ignores you. You're like my father I'm and listening. my mother. I'm listening. That's why I like you're, you. You're so just that's why I like you because you're like my parents. You're just projecting that onto me. Wow, I'm actually very different. Uh, well, that's really interesting and cool. I did not know that. It's not. It's terrifying. No, no, it's cool. Oh, that's so cool. You're scared for you. you get scared. You have a ghost to try to murder you. Like, oh, it's so cool. No, it's cool that they have similar images. And the, the basic reason is we all have the same central nervous system, right? We all have the same brains, essentially. They're very similar in their function and structure. And so it makes kind of sense that they, when you have paralysis, you might get some similar. I mean, when people, you know, people see the same aliens and they have their... Yeah imagine being they have all these elaborate stories that go with the sleep paralysis do we know what you should not do if you think you have uh demons in your like the, not your sleep paralysis is not uh just a illusion you think it's real don't go on youtube and watch documentaries about how no that you those are ghost ladies who are coming to murder you <laughs> people make hours and i'm sure all of these listeners watch this stuff oh the, there's there's documentaries that are hours and hours long that's proving you all of the crazy things Uh-oh. correct josh get some too josh you want to get on the mic Come on now. Did you look at the pictures? Are they the I same? think one time I had sleep paralysis and Josh showed up. <laughs> That's horrifying. It was in Buffalo. Was he, did he have a patch on his eye? Was he, pirate? <laughs> was he a pirate? He's like, I told him to do? He had two patches. Oh. I, ha- I used to get sleep paralysis like crazy. And uh, some of the one, it wasn't a witch woman, but that one where it had like the woman over head. I had a woman like hold a knife to my throat one time. Oh, wow. Interesting. But I haven't gotten it since I moved to L.A. No, no aliens or anything weird like that or I've had like aliens. Have you ever had this, Taylor, where it's like outside there's things happening where it's like a dog fight? I've had like spaceships fighting outside and explosions and things like that. Are you camping? (laughs) No, it's like in my I'm in my room, but like outside of the windows, you can see flashes of light. It's like there's a war happening. outside. You're cool. (laughs) Yeah, That that sounds awesome. (laughs) I would feel secure like it's not inside it's outside one time when I was a kid the first time I had one of these things it was just so vivid it uh, seemed real yeah uh, this is I'm just sharing but there's a guy like a Beetlejuice from Beetlejuice you yeah know? walked in my room and just like did that whole look at me thing and then left the actual but, Beetlejuice guy I mean Michael Keaton Michael but, Keaton but yeah. it was like a guy I don't, but well, I don't know if that counts <laughs> well you know paralysis. Sal from the Stern Show believed his bed levitated pushed him up to the ceiling and in, in a hypnagogic hallucination and I finally convinced him that, dude, it's just a hallucination. But so, have you never had these? No, I've never had them. Do you think you're better than me and Josh? No, I think I'm deficient. I'm missing out on something. Yeah. So Do you know you... what causes it? I've heard like, like you said, Taylor, lack of sleep, but I've also heard like dehydration and things it, like that. Anything that disrupts your sleep, if you're prone. I mean, some people are prone and some people are not. 
and people that walk in their sleep, people that had night terrors when they were kids, people that have seizure disorders, all can or be prone to this kind of thing. Did you have night terrors when you were a kid? When you wake actually, up? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like nightmares. Get get wake up screaming in the middle of the night. I don't kid. think so. I had nightmares, but no. One time I had a night. You walk in your sleep. Oh, you know what happens to me sometimes? This is weird. It has it hasn't happened in a few years, but there's two of these. I've woken up. I've slept in my underwear. You know, I'm a man. Sometimes I have no underwear. Do what I want. I've seen you in your underwear. But they're very cool underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go on my, Twi thank you. If you go on Twitter, my a picture of my underwear with Heidi Klum. People think it's Photoshop because they just they don't. No, they're yeah. trash. Yeah. So, but uh, um, I've woken up with a sweater on. The weirdest one I had, uh, I couldn't find. I bought ice cream. Yeah, I want to talk to you about this. You ate it. Well, it was gone. Yeah, I'm like mad at my roommate for eating my ice cream. And then two days later, I go to the cabinet. Uh, uh, in your room. My roommate was gone. But no, it, it, I put it in the cabinet overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not like it was, but maybe I sleepwalk. I don't know. Yeah. Josh, do you sleepwalk? No. No, does not sleepwalk. See, it usually goes together. Can you have dementia at my age? The doctor asked, but I'm missing things. I'm missing a box of merchandise of t-shirts that I ordered. Literally gone from my house. I live by myself. And it's very it must weird. Must have been that witch lady. Dr. Drew. <laughs> Don't ever go to Dr. Drew. I've been with my husband for seven years, married for just a year. And it's just that he doesn't watch porn if the subject comes up. He always says that poor girl is someone's daughter or what happened to her. Would I ever do that? However, I recently discovered that he is commenting on pornographic pictures of women on Reddit. <laughs> oh, God. He's also commenting on how he wants to do sexual things to them. I have a very sexual woman and my feelings are hurt. He's commenting on other women's bodies and lying about watching porn. It makes me feel insecure. I can't help but feel like he is disgusted by my body. Oh, boy. So what do we tell her? What, what guys watch on porn in porn is different than what they... It's not, it's not necessarily a preference for what they want in their life. Because they're, they're, they're trying to get optimal stimulation from visual imagery. That's all they're doing. And it requires some, some focus on parts and this and that and qualities that they may not want in a real person. It's a much different thing in real life. Did people, what did people look for in this serious question? Well, not serious, but I'm being sincere. But uh, because of pornography, there's all these things that you could want to have happen to you now or to do to people. But these things didn't exist 50 years ago. They probably always existed, just didn't know it. Right, and they maybe not as popular. But like, uh, what are you but, talking but, about? But, but like, I mean, like you did uh, crazy, uh, filthy stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a good man. I'm not going to say these things. But like, but back in the day, you just looked at a picture of a woman. But I think now our the our minds are all fucked from looking. Yes, at we have, we pornography. So it's it's just like drugs. Like, what do we do now? We've got more powerful drugs we're exposed to. Does that screw with our brains? Probably. But I think this guy is uh, like a lot of people, like the more feministy people are, then they turn out to be like uh, Me Too-y people. Her? But I'm saying that the guy is like the people are like the... Uh, the oh, you mean they, they, they doth protest too or much? Or the gay Republicans who are like, uh, or the Republicans right. are like, I hate gays. Right, and it's a conversion. They call it conversion reaction. So yeah. I don't trust this guy. He's a 27 year old man. He's very, this guy's addicted to pornography. 12 years. I rarely go a day without uh, masturbation. Recently, I tried stopping. It was recommended that I stop. I managed to make it a week, but one morning I woke up with... with uh, <laughs> with the four-stroke problem. Uh, <laughs> so I jerked off. Uh, for 15 minutes afterward, my prostate was on fire. I never felt anything like it. I couldn't sit down. I had to jump up and down for a while. Eventually, it, it, There's all kinds of things that can reaction. Um, what, yeah, it's probably just pupil coccygeus or pelvic floor spasm, which is, you know, you could get some prostatic inflammation too, or even urethritis after that. But um, it's an interesting problem though, 
which is that although he sh needs to go cold jerky, <laughs> he, he may need to uh, avoid the porn. That's the main thing. Because his body is saying he may need to... Some people need to stay pretty active. Here's another porn addiction. Jesus. Well, give me another voice message. Let's get a voice message here. Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Riley. And I have a question about peeing while masturbating. I Sometimes I've found that if I'm using a dildo to masturbate, I sometimes pee. Like, it's never a lot of pee. Um, there's no sort of stream, I guess, but there is a good amount sometimes. And I don't need to pee before I masturbate. I don't have any, you know, I don't, I don't need to at all. But is it like I'm pushing or something? Is it, what's going on there? Thank you, Dr. Drew. Love you guys. Stay tight. Bye. She, she loves me? She loves you too. And she's the best, right? Let's face it. This is the she best. sounds so pretty. She's the best. I have that same problem, by the you way. You squirt? When I'm masturbating with my dildo, I pee. Really? Yeah. I think that's make white. I don't think that's pee. I'm <laughs> sorry to set you straight on that, but I think that's... <laughs> what? You need to watch this. This you need to watch this network more. Um, uh, I'm. Are you friends with Burke Kreischer? I'm no. I I respect him though. I'm gonna put you guys together. All that respect will go away. So, <laughs> so, um, so listen, honey. Uh, that is uh, either female orgasmic incontinence, which happens very very frequently, and uh, men don't care. They'll they'll men think that's all squirting, and men when they see evidence of the work they've done, they're delighted. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I made that happen. How fantastic! Everything's great. So your partners are gonna really dig that. Um, but that might be urine. It might be female orgasmic incontinence. Many so-called squirting is actually urine. But there also is some women that, that emit a ejaculate, a certain amount of fluid that comes out of the the uh, skein's glands, the Bartholin's glands in the area there. And that might be what you're doing. She it's didn't a, sound It's all normal. She didn't seem upset she about it. She seemed a little it. confused about it because every sentence ends in a question. I'm not quite <laughs> sure what's going on here. Listen, she's, she's, please find me on Raya. She's app. on Raya. If you can find Taylor. He, see, he's already just, just with that magical ability you have. At Taylor Comedy. Taylor's in. Taylor's completely in. It's a unicorn. What? She's a unicorn. Wait, what is a unicorn? Is when you, you have, you're just special. You found a unicorn. Oh, because I heard someone say they're a unicorn. And I was like, what? And she's like, she joins couples and she's the third person. Ew. Right, guys? I don't know this lingo. Help me, somebody. I mean, I don't know that, but it looks like uh, Enyar or Switcher uh, seems to know that. Who? Uh, Eni. <laughs> oh, Eni does. Yeah, that's the thing. Eni's a I'm unicorn. Just nodding that yes, you've been a unicorn. No. It's a, you're the person like you're a couple who wants to have a threesome and like oh, oh I'm see. down. I see. We need a unicorn. Hmm. Your unicorn's a classier version of a cuckold, <laughs> right? Well, let's get another voice message in here. Hi, Dr. Drew, huge fan. Uh, my name's Evan. I have a question. Uh, whenever I make brown, uh, after <laughs> I start to wipe, I'll be wiping and wiping and wiping for what feels like every bit of an eternity, and it's just more and more shit over and over and over again. I've used wet wipes. I haven't tried a bidet yet. I can't figure out what's going on. Please help me in. Piss on me. Beat me. I'm home here now. Okay. Well, his problem is he's wiping while he's still pooping. No, Maybe. But I, but, just to finish pooping but, and then you um, It occurs to me that there are a few possibilities here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. One is, let's call it the Adam Carolla syndrome. Um, he is sort of set up like a... The peanut butter. Like a centaur. You know, he's got like, like man from the top up and animal from the bottom down. It's all hair. 
And so he says, <laughs> wiping is like trying to get peanut butter out of shag carpet. I knew you were going to say it already. I like that. That's legendary. That is his, his statement. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so, <laughs> and he says, finding the right spot is like trying to find Santa Claus's mouth. That's his other statement. And so, so, so but seriously, <laughs> seriously, there, you, you, you can get agents that will firm things up. So there's not so much moving around. Does that, that make sense? You can try non-absorbable bulk agents like Metamucil. Sometimes, you know, you may be having like some essentially irritable bowel syndrome and uh, and be more sort of towards the diarrhea end. And so there's putting bulk in your diet might help things out or an absorbable bulk like um, acacia, uh, acacia gum. That kind of thing can be very, very helpful. Uh, so that's one possibility. Uh, the Corolla syndrome is another possibility. What was else I think here? Um you should get one of those Toto toilets with the squirts. The well, water. he's th he said he's going to get a bidet and, and work with that, and that's of course something he can do. Why don't well. we like sincerely? Why don't we do that in yeah. this country? Yeah, Japan has it. They have music on them. I know we they we want. get them. People get them in this country. But why is it like funny? Why is, why is it funny? Like if you have people like uh, like you seem like like I'm thinking about getting one because I didn't need. I They're like, the God's gift. Right? Do you have one? No. But why not? I should. Doctor. You I'd should. I'd love to, yeah. But like, I feel like I have like an insecurity piece. Someone come to my bathroom and be like, oh, Taylor loves pooping. Oh, no. When I when I first, <laughs> back, back to Corolla again, when when those, uh, we we were at the, what used to be the Riga Royal, now the London Hotel in New York, and they had all the, when the rooms had those toilets, he, he called me up to his room and said, you have to see this. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best thing ever happened to me. So. It's it's amazing. And, and, and yeah. it's unreasonable that we don't, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a horrible, it's a crime. Oh, you can get attachments for $20 on your toilets? That just, you, 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 know, you can get it on Amazon. You know, because I was Googling this stuff. You know what they have too? I think Toto has it. It's like it's a famous company. It's like the Kleenex of, of bidets. Of, 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 yeah. Of the yeah, of those water shoes. <laughs> Is bidets the word I got? Yeah. So they have uh, I, it's insane that this even exists. They have a port. It looks like a syringe, but it's for your 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 asshole. Is it appropriate to say? Mm -hmm. Doctor. That's what it is. <laughs> but like literally, these people. Are they encouraged to travel with this thing? Yeah, and you fill up with water, and you just squirt it. Makes it's, sense. It's like a one shot. I, I think though, if, if people are having that, so much, like this guy's <laughs> having difficulty. And the other thing, oh, the, the third thing I was going to tell him is, as you age, that sphincter can become a little more patchless. We call that, and medication can do that too. So medication, aging, irritable bowel—these are all things that can add to that stuff. What, what does that mean, patchless? Less tight, patchless, like openy, loose. Patchless. Doesn't patchless sound Your loose? act out's made me uncomfortable, Dr. Jer. <laughs> Get my t-shirt. Another voice, but one more. One more. Hey, my name is Ryan. Um, I feel a certain, I don't know what to call it, but I feel a certain force against me sharing certain good news on social media and just um, sharing in general good news. I'm not really sure what it is, but um, I wanted to see what you guys thought of that. Um, I'm a uh, stand-up comedian, and I'm less than two years into it, um, and I just had a really good set, and I felt so weird about sharing it on social media, and I wanted to see what you thought about that, if there's anything that's... Uh, weird about that or what have you okay thank you it's, it, i appreciate it i mean don't comedians just brutalize each other if you were to come off a set and go oh my god i was so great at the comics wouldn't the other comedian just jump on him yeah it's honest it's social media is very odd because it 
like I have a friend who I adore and love and every time she gets something she could go to like she posts about it and it's like everyone goes good for you but it seems like as a comic you're supposed to make fun of those people who yes, do it yes. so that I this seems like a good person who's just yeah. like rightfully insecure about doing a thing but it's also promoting on the other hand you're, people expect you to, to, to do it you know yeah so he'll get so so get used to getting brutalized by other comedics comedians I mean no one's if you post a funny set and I mean but it makes I, me, YouTube is where you're gonna your peers aren't gonna shit on you if you post a funny set in this day and age it, it, it makes me wonder though if he maybe growing up had, had whenever something good happened to him he would go, you know, if you were to run to mom, he'd say, oh, look, look what I did. Like, yeah, it's nice, but you, you, it, oh, that was your mom. Yeah. And that's very, it's hard then to, to share things with other people to try to enhance your joy yeah. when it was always was crushed when you were a kid. Let's give me an example. I mean, it's my family and not necessarily my mom. I didn't tell my family to stand up for three years though, because I didn't want to hear, you're not funny, because I wasn't funny around them. I mean, for example, my grandma later in life, she, I was like, uh, this is eight years ago, I don't know. I said, uh, She's like, you didn't play sports growing up. I was like, yeah, I played soccer. And she's like, well, you were on the team. But like, she didn't even come at any games, but she's just like saying that right. to like, like. So always, you know, not, not letting you. And, and some of that is from when, when families are super enmeshed, no one can stand out. No one's allowed to own anything of their own because it's all about the group. Yeah. It's like I, that. And then did your family, I mean, you, you did the doctor thing, but when you were going into entertainment radio and stuff, did they under, understand it? No. They were just like, why? You're a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So, but I mean, I was doing community service for many years. That's all I really thought of it as, and then it sort of went to this other. Whew, became a thing. Wait, because you went to jail? And you... No, I just didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was. You know, just sort of following. Like, oh, that's interesting. I'll try that. We did community service. I, I was. What got me to talk on the radio was AIDS. I was taking care of so many AIDS patients, and no one was talking to young people about it. And I had this opportunity to go up, and I was like, oh my god, no one's no one's talking to these kids. They they don't know anything. They were they were, they were just. I just couldn't believe how clueless everybody was. And I thought, God, I'm 26. I kind of understand stuff. It's very simple. And they need to know about AIDS. I'm going to keep coming back. You're a great man. I was. Oh, no. Well, until you did this show, you told me I know that exercise. That's right. Thank you. We didn't even say in a way that you weren't even like, Taylor, you should work out. You're like, I'm worried about you. Like you talk no. to me the same way you talk to like people, like your other no. guests about their addiction. Like no, 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 no. Like Stevo kind of here, like I'm. Uh, no, I worry about Stevo, but uh, he's but doing great. He's doing very great. Um, all right, listen, we're gonna wrap things up. I have to Thank go. You. I know. Thank you. But as tell always. me something good about me. Um, if people have not have been sitting and watching this and don't understand what's good <laughs> about you already, um, it's about them. It's not about you. That's such a like compliment my mom would give me. Oh. Um, you're, you're funny. You're a dear friend. You're a likable, substantial person. Thank you so yes, much. Yes. But, but my health, can you give me like something encouraging that makes me want to go to the gym? And um, I, th I have this feeling that you would feel a lot better if you worked out some. Do I seem like I feel bad? No, but I just feel like you would you would really would do you some good. Yeah. It would help you. I need to do that. And thank yeah. you. You're yeah. encouraging me. Yeah. I think it would make you feel good. And uh, you're always welcome. Come to our house more often. Come visit. Thank and I miss really? Jill. What does she do? Where she disappeared? I haven't seen her in like two years. Jillian just got, uh, what'd she do? She has like, she's always, Jillian Bell has amazing things happening all the time. Her career is much better than mine. She didn't pull you along? Yeah. I mean, I've been telling her, Jillian, <laughs> let's, uh, Get me in a movie. What's wrong with you? 
Oh, she has a huge movie coming. Actually, it's oh. uh, uh, Brittany runs a marathon. It was like the hit of Sundance. It's gonna be on Amazon in, in July. Oh wow! It's like a huge. Is she uh, the lead? She's the lead. She oh produced it. She's the lead. She's a break. Oh she's my unbelievable. God. Yeah, it's really special. Oh please, let it's, me, it's like a meaningful. I want to come uh, to. Let me come to like you know there must be some release things or something. Relax things. Support her. Put I me in this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course. No, no. Just, I don't want to be the play. I'm the movie. I'm the play. The movie. I just want to support. She doesn't do plays. I know. Trash. Think my hang out with people who do theater. What do you call the Taylor Williamson show? Um, Taylor's talk show is uh, in not, Los is, Angeles. And where is it? A it's at the Groundlings Theater. Theater. It's in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> you let you got me. You tricked me. You you fucking tricked me, Doctor Drew. That's some weird doctor shit you just did. I really like fell for it. I was like, I got excited. You talk about something I'm excited about. What's that doctor move called? You're like good cop, bad cop, but you're all of them. Yeah, it was bad cop, bad cop. Uh, please, everybody, check out .true.com. We've got this opium series there at uh, the Weekly Infusion. That is, If you want to learn about how we got into this mess, we review the whole history there. Uh, me and Adam every day on Dr. Drew and Adam show. Also, I've got Dr. Drew podcast, uh, all at .true.com and the This Life podcast. If you miss any of these shows or any live shows, you can get everything at .true.com. We've got it all there. And anywhere else, Nadav, anything else I need to remind people of? No, you crushed it, man. Great show. Well, you're not done. You come, come see me on tour. Give us some dates. TaylorWilliamson.com. I don't know my dates. Go to TaylorWilliamson.com. See everywhere Taylor Williamson. And uh, if this hasn't convinced you that you need to see more of Taylor, nothing will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, well, you just keep looking. You're just like, no, you're right. No, you, you, they'll, they're going to love you after this. You promise? Pretty much. I'm so great. Thank you for having me, buddy. Privilege. I love you and your family. Thank you. And your dogs. We love you too. Your family. Dogs are family. See you next Spay time. Spay and to your pets. You're kind of like Bob Barker a little bit. Me? Yeah. Why? He's a great man. Because I'm old? Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.